Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. The tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's a worthwhile endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. I'm your host, Luke LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear friend, Kevin Connor. This is the post-Grammys edition, Kev. Let's Ooh. get into it. Uh, a lot happened. I watched 20 minutes and then saw oh, Best New Album. Or Best... I w- yeah, Best Album. I watched zero minutes, but I read all the news alerts as they were coming in. Uh, Boy Genius won. Saw Great that. stuff. They were my number one album last year, so I was like, awesome. Uh, Killer Mike got arrested after winning a bunch for a misdemeanor charge. Uh, curious what's going on there, but enjoyed that album too. And then, of course, the big news. Uh, for once, I knew some Taylor Swift news before Kyle because wow. I, the only the only reason I'm up on anything is because I get news alerts. Like that's the only news I don't really go on social media that much or get that so yeah you're behooving to the notifications yeah so i was like taylor swift announced his new album kyle's like what 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 are you talking about (laughs) and then uh she's like reading the whole message and was all excited and was like i don't know what i'm gonna do (laughs) like what do you mean there's nothing to do like you yeah you can just or she said i don't know if i can handle it maybe was it and then she was like Wait, but what about the Eras tour? And I was like, well, she could just do another tour for this album. Uh, but she, Taylor Swift, I should, we should say it officially, announced her new album called The Tortured Poets Department. Yes. Uh, which just watched the movie Contact. And she says, uh, Jodie Foster says in space, they should have sent a poet. It's so beautiful when she sees, like, the whatever, like, the other universe. Um, So I was like, hey, Poet was fresh in my mind. But Taylor announced the track list, which apparently was leaked before she announced it. So maybe that rushed the announcement a little. Before we get into that, I'd like to tell you how I found out about the album announcement. Because we were at dinner with Annie's parents, and she was telling us all, Reputation, Taylor's version, announced tonight. It's all That's what Kyle about. said too. I'm Their sure that was like socials are black and white. The theory. There's a, the, just a bunch of different reasons, and I was like, "Hey, her website was down. Wow, cool. Mm. Like Reputation would love to listen to it, and not give you yeah. know Scooter uh, Scooter Braun some cash. So cool." And I I sat mm. down and watched enough time in the Grammys like to get the vibe of like, "Oh yeah, I don't like this," and left. Um. <laughs> And I'm I'm in the office where I'm sitting right now. Annie's in the room, one room that way, and I hear a scream. <laughs> and I go, "Oh, Taylor Swift must have just announced Reputation." <laughs> and Annie bursts in the door, extra extra, uh, and is new. It goes new album, and like runs away. And I'm like, "Wait, what? No!" And like I'm like, "Come, <laughs> come back. Tell me more." And she's like, "It's new album," and she gave me the details, and I. I have one thought about the album name because it's, it's like dead poet society kind of. Yeah. It's, it's not really in line with a lot of her previous albums. Um, I think this one's going to be a little different too, which I think it's cool. Yeah. I heard someone compare it to certified lover boy, which 
brutal comparison. Oh, interesting. Uh, I I think it's kind of corny. Drake, uh, but also Taylor Swift's millennial, and we're all we're all corny, so it tracks. Yeah. Um. Well, and we'll talk about how maybe it's a little different when we uh play this game so why don't we get into it what is the song title that you said you had been spoiled for you you know what let's save this because it was spoiled just before this if it comes up i'll bring it up because i okay i can't say for sure that it's real it might be a meme okay no it's probably real okay so we're gonna play a little game called swift or grift I have some real Taylor Swift track names from the new album, and then some ones that I've made up. And Kevin's going to guess which is which. And this is so, going to be really hard with an album that I don't know anything about. So yeah, I expect it, it's exciting. Although, who knows? Because I think some of mine are too obvious. So here we go. First up, Fortnite. Okay. So this is the one. But is it featuring, oh, that's the one? Is it featuring Post Malone? Yes, sir, it is. <laughs> okay, I, I have to imagine it's real, because two people wouldn't have made the same joke. So, real. Yeah. No, Swift. it's official. On her website now. Wow. Uh, so, that's a Swift. Hell of a... Listen, I know that Fortnite means two weeks. But it makes you think of the game. Yes, it does. <laughs> and that's... Yeah. Come on, Taylor. All right. Next up, Whippoorwill. So, uh, and... Let me know if you want me to go quicker. But I was talking to Annie about how, like, there's the, there's Folklore and Evermore, and there was, like, Woodvale, the secret third one. And I was like, maybe mm. it's that. Uh, Whippoorwill does sound like something from there. But I'm going to go Grift. I think you made that up. Well done. Yes. Yes. That's the name of a bird, oh. I believe. <laughs> um, my boy only breaks his favorite toys. I hope it's real Swift. Yes, that wow. is real. Oh, man. Joe Alwyn, go into witness protection. You're fucking dead. <laughs> yes, she's out for blood on this one. Uh, fresh out the slammer. Grift. No, sir. That is Swift. That Who? one, I know. I was Who? like, that's what's going to fool you. Who that is she wild. writing about? That's fresh out the slammer. <laughs> Who knows? We'll find out when uh, in April or whatever. Maybe that's the sequel to Nobody No Crime. Oh, that'd be fun. That's my maybe prediction. It doesn't say featuring Heim, but maybe, who knows? You know, maybe that's going to be a surprise. It's like the end of Ocean's uh, Eleven. Or the beginning next of up, Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> Welcome back to New York. That's got to be a grift. No way. I'm a giggling. I can't even hold it together. <laughs> so silly. I'll, I'll, I'll close my eyes, Luke. Next up. Who's afraid of little old me? That's Swift. That's, that is a thousand percent Taylor Swift. I can see yes. her DNA inside of it. Yes. Um, Broken Hearts Brigade. Ooh, okay. This is, a, this is your first toughie, I will say. Um, this may be metagaming, but I think you've been alternating back and forth. I think you're hitting me with two real songs in a row. This is a Swift. That's a grift, my friend. Oh. Yeah, dead or tortured poets department. You know, it's close enough. Now, how about this one? I can do it with a broken heart. 
the song is I Can Do It With A Broken Heart. Yeah. And you know what? It is. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Swavy it is. <laughs> That's Swift. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. This is like the anti-lover. That's what the album really sounds like. Mm, yeah. Hater. <laughs> oh, hey, That'd if only this fun. was her eighth album, it could be H-8-R. And it's got an eight in it. But daddy, I love him. This, I pray that that's a grift. Nope, that's a swift. Taylor, what are you doing? Along these lines, daddy's little monster. <laughs> that's... That's Grift. What's that a reference to? <laughs> that's that's Harley Quinn's shirt that okay. she wears. I was like, there's something. I know that there is something that has yeah. that. All right. Well, you did pretty good. Yeah. I only got you with that one. So congratulations. You've won Swifter Grift. Your prize is... Uh, that I don't grift you. I think that's what I said last time. So hey, always your a win. prize is that I'm now putting. Let me just put out a call. All right, they're putting the money back in the vaults uh, that you, where all your riches are stored. So. Also, where all of Taylor's uh, bonus tracks are stored as well. Yes. No, those will never get out. So that not, was Swift. Not with reputation. Taylor's version not coming out. <laughs> it's gonna come soon. So that album's in April. Uh, so that's gotta be like September. Oh, I did want to say, oh, the song before, are you afraid of little old me? Question mark is called guilty as sin. Question mark. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that there were two question titles, but that's what I'm saying is these titles. She's never had titles like this before. These are pretty wild. So I think this is going to be a bit of a departure. Uh, so It'll be interesting to see. It comes out the day before Annie's birthday, so she is gearing up. Nice. Yeah. What a gift. She even is like, we can't Swift listen to gift. it. We can't listen to it on your Spotify account because last time we listened to Midnight's on yours, and I didn't get to. I wasn't in the yeah. first one percent of listeners. You uh, need to. She needs to get that Spotify Wrapped credit for yeah. this. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, that'll be a nice Swift gift for Annie. <laughs> On her birthday. Shall we get into some songs? This is, of course, best song ever. We're going to play some fantastic new music for you. And I am excited to start us off today because I have a boisterous banger of an opening song. Yeah, baby. Uh, This album that this song is from has been dubbed one of the most anticipated albums of 2024 by Rolling Stone, NPR, Stereo Gum, and this artist has been named one of the 50 greatest rock lead singers of all time. This is, of course, Laura Jane Grace. You may know Laura as the front person of the band Against Me, which, by the way, I always am like, is it Against Me or Rise Against? Because Rise Against almost sounds like the more punk band, but they sang that Swing Life Away song that was like yeah. popular in the early 2000s. Oh, but I'm I, sure they have rocky songs. But I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, like mm, 20 years ago, Rise Against was the best music I'd ever heard. <laughs> I only know that one song, but no, it is Against Me, which is a pretty punk sounding name too. But uh, you may have read Laura's famous feature in Rolling Stone where she went public about her gender transition in 2012. 
She also recently had the band Laura Jane Grace and the Devouring Mothers, which is an amazing band name. Hell yeah. And that album was very good. And Kev, you might remember 2021 in October when we got creepy with the EPs. Yeah. Uh, one of the EPs I had on my list was uh, At War with the Silverfish, which was Laura's EP from that year. And I was just listening to that again. Very good. Uh, very like acoustic and kind of stripped down, which is cool because that was kind of a different side. Uh, you know, I'm familiar with Laura doing these big rock punk tracks. And uh, so her new album, Hole in My Head, is coming out February 16th. And it's on my list of most anticipated albums. I think I put a list in Discord of my most anticipated, and this was like number two. There have been four singles released, and two are really high-energy punky songs, and then two are like the stripped-down acoustic, and they're all awesome. Like, I can't even pick a favorite. But I'm going with the new single, Birds Talk 2, and Laura said this about the song. Ten years ago, I started getting tattooed by a Japanese tattoo artist named Gakking. I traveled all around the world getting the work done literally starting with my feet and getting my head tattooed in Amsterdam in July of 2022. At the end of our session, Gakking gifted me with a hand-painted Gretsch guitar covered in beautiful, intricate, swirling design. I took the guitar back to my hotel room and immediately wrote Birds Talk To. The lyrical reference are all Amsterdam, Schiphol is the airport, Rookies is my favorite cannabis cafe, and Champagne Haze is my favorite strain. Uh, so it's kind of commemorating this amazing experience in Amsterdam. So let's take a listen to Laura Jane Grace with Birds Talk To. <laughs> Diggity dog. <laughs> Hot diggity bird. 
Exactly. I love the, uh, you know, the, the, the album art for this, this release. Yeah. It's super cool. Her clutching her head at just a bunch of color kind of paper. Yeah. Like, like collage. It, yeah. It's coming like, it's, out. Yeah. I don't want to say like a ransom letter cause it's a lot more artistic than that, but it's, it's definitely collage <laughs> is the word. And this feels like she got the guitar and she started going and two minutes later had a song. Uh, ripped it. it. It does feel really stream of consciousness, and that's such a cool style for this yeah. uh, this writing and this kind of music. So I'm a I'm a huge fan. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, I think my favorite line, just the way she sings it, is they don't play Red Hot Chili Peppers in places like this or something. <laughs> I probably didn't didn't do it as well, but just the way uh, that she sings is so cool yeah yeah, and i love the got my mind set on you part and those like backing vocals coming in very cool and uh actually laura did all the guitar and drums herself and then was joined by drive-by truckers bassist matt Patton, who gives that full band sound yeah i didn't even realize that it wasn't done with like the devouring mothers or another band that it's actually laura doing most of it and then Matt doing the bass, which Drive By Truckers is the band that Jason Isbell used to be in. They're a good band. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it. It's simple, and it, like that's not a bad thing. It's just like it's so confident in what it's doing that it doesn't need to layer on a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and it's a nice shorty. You know, love mm-hmm. a good short, fast punk song. And the title track, Hole in My Head, which is out, is uh, one minute and forty one seconds too. And that's another like punk burst it's great uh but then like cuffing season is a nice like acoustic one then dysphoria hoodie probably i don't know the lyrics on that may be my favorite so far it's really good uh there's the line about get out of the city it's full of assholes but out in the country is where fascists roam damn Mm. you know it's like seeing the acoustic side is cool and so i feel like this will be Maybe a different sound than we've heard from Laura in the past, but then some of that signature Rocky Punk sound as well. Yeah. So she's an icon. She's an inspiration, an incredible singer-songwriter. So that was Laura Jane Grace with Birds Talk To from Hole In My Head out February 16th via Polyvinyl Record Co. Hello. (laughs) Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. What's up? Not much. How about you? Luke, I just, I just, no, I just wanted to to get, I wanted to impress our next, our next artist. Um, It's Kansas City's The Greeting Committee. Uh, Hello. Oh, I didn't realize The Greeting Committee was going to be listening to this. Uh, Salutations. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) Hail and well met. I I just. Oh, that's a good one. I don't want to make an ass out of ourselves. Um, Yes. So they just released a really dancey single that is my favorite tune from them. Uh, This is following their 2022 release, Dandelion, which, Luke, I don't know if you're familiar with, but it was a lot more singer-songwriter- indie folk i mean it, it didn't okay it, it kind of blended genres and i think it was better for it uh so i think you would very much be interested in it but Sounds this like it. is an evolution for the group that's layering in a really groovy layer of sense uh to the track and it is so my shit 
comprised of members A.D. Sartino and Pierce Turcotte, and joined by Noah Spencer and Mika Ritchie, this spirit of purposeful sharing has served as something of a lifeline for the greeting committee. From the sense of community that surrounds their live shows to the subject of their music, the band has created a warm world where all are welcome to shed the weight of living and simply experience a moment together. Which beautiful as music baby that's what it's all about yeah that's Uh, exactly what you want there's a lyric in this track quote i want everything and nothing all at once that circles throughout the chorus and reminds the listener that there's always a choice to be made but it always comes with a price Hmm. so let's give a listen to the greeting committee with pop money hits Maybe if I make all the money I could afford to be Anything other than angry I don't mean to be Bitter but I think that it might be starting to get to me That I could be all wrong Oh I'm dirty, dirty rich, babe Dirty, dirty rich I want pop money hits, babe Pop money hits I want dancing in the dark Another cheap rip You are 
You know Lukey Likey, that track, baby. That was a jam, and I uh, I love the invocation of Dancing in the Dark. <laughs> and, yep. um Because, I mean, talk about a pop money hit. That's, yeah. a, that's a banger. We talked about this. Pop money hits, one word. Yes. Great title. Yeah. And great concept. And it's interesting because, which it's Dancing in the Dark, another cheap ripoff. I wonder if that's just generally speaking, or if they're saying that Dancing in the Dark is a cheap ripoff, yeah. which I would be curious what, if that is the case, what it ripped off. Um, but, but I do know Bruce wrote that the last minute to like throw it on the album and it's like his best song. But, uh, you know, I wonder, I almost got the the idea that the everything and nothing at all and this pop money hits, it's kind of playing with that idea of as an artist or like a band, like you want to be original, but then you kind of want just that thing that will make you money and be successful so you can live and be happy and, you know, um, so I I'm, think that's kind of fun, that I, idea too, um, to explore that. But then it also could just be kind of fun. Like, I just want pop money hits. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, great sound, great lyrics. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it's a great track, and I'm excited to have brought it. That was the greeting committee with pop money hits, and that is a self released single, and it's out now. So go listen. It's funny because Yard Act, who's another great band, also has a song out called We Make Hits. <laughs> like the kind of meta. <laughs> titling going on here listen they keep saying you gotta get you gotta have a hit might as well put it in the title wasn't there an arctic monkey song oh yeah number one party anthem yeah (laughs) very slow song not at all party anthem. it's ironic yeah yeah (laughs) all right well we gotta talk about the music that we've been loving as we mosey on over to touts touts yeah, Luke, I'll just I'm gonna I'm gonna bridge the gap. Uh Dandelion by the Greeting Committee came out a couple years ago and was a really great album I found this week uh in my research for them and great album. Uh really bummed it took me a couple years to find it, so I will super tout that out. And then I'm just gonna go ahead and back you up. Uh holy shit, the new Future Islands album, people who aren't oh, there anymore. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, baby. Maybe their best. I think. Is I that, think so. Yeah. I think is that safe to say? Uh, really, yeah. really impressed with that album. Uh, literally, like it played twice through, and I was just it's like, so "This is so good." And I was like, "Oh, I listened to this I twice. Know. That's fine." I love like "Corner of My Eye," and then into "The Thief." Yeah. Uh, so good, those two. Um, but yeah, really loved that album. Glad you checked it out. Uh, I have a couple because last week was a pretty slow week, but there were a couple albums of note that I was interested in. The Last Dinner Party with Prelude to Ecstasy. Uh, this is a new band. They just had a few singles and I heard Caesar on a TV screen recently and really liked it. And they uh, this is their first album. And it's very, like, almost like theatrical rock. It's really an interesting sound. So, um, but Chapel Roan came up as related or like you also might like. So I was like, 
this seems up your alley. I think you'd dig it. Yeah, uh, that might be hurting my music discovery because I still listen to that album like once a week. Hey, it's so don't good. Blame it. I it's, was listening to it too. Originally. It was yeah. too low at four, and I don't know who I would have gotten rid of to move that album higher. Uh, so that's there's my twenty four solid time. four solid. Um, yeah. The rise and fall of a Midwest princess by Chapel Roan. If you haven't listened to it, what the fuck are you doing? I don't know. Um, then my other one, Liquid Mike. This is a band from Marquette, Michigan, baby. Ew. Up there in the UP uh, with Paul Bunyan Slingshot. And this <sighs> is a great, title. like, pop punky, fuzzy rock. There was some harmonica and some fuzzy rock. I was like, this is totally my shit. So I uh, need to spend some more time with it, but the few songs I heard were awesome. Then I was saying I got a Linda Ronstadt deep cut. I don't even know how deep of a cut it is, but the other day I had one of her songs stuck in my head, and I was like, what is that one? And it's It Doesn't Matter Anymore from Heart Like a Wheel. And then I just listened to that whole album, and like that's the one with You're No Good on it, which is like her most famous song. But that those first like eight tracks are all incredible. And I was just like re-listening to that album, and I was like, dang this is like no skips this is amazing so heart like a wheel and particularly it doesn't matter anymore and then track four dark end of the street oh so good nice so that's enough for lukey's linda corner (laughs) so why don't we talk about the new music friday releases that are out today in shouts Well, first up, I'm going to give a shouty to Pouty. Uh, (laughs) That's the artist's Pouty with Forgot About Me. I heard one single from this, and it was cool. And then it's Stereo Gum's album of the week. So high praise. Huge praise. I'm going to be checking that out. Uh, Then Declan McKenna with What Happened to the Beach. He's got a fun, like metal detector thing going on with this uh this album and uh i think i played him years ago on the podcast but so familiar I've liked his stuff yeah um Hilado negro with phasor another good artist that i think we played on here a few years ago but really like vibey uh chill stuff coming from Hilado negro so always got to check out new stuff and then Maddie Diaz with Weird Faith, another singer-songwriter I heard on Stereo Gum, and the single was really good. So, recommend that one. Nice. I am shouting out something I was looking forward to last week, and that is Brittany Howard with What Now? Yes. Have you listened to Those, these singles? I did, yeah. and they were very good, yeah. Different, definitely. There was one that was kind of like dancey. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. I'm very excited for this album. She's just such an incredible vocalist and musician in general yeah. that I, I'm always in for whatever she puts out. And uh, hearkening back to my youth, Yellow Card with a hopeful sign. Maybe this is Ocean yeah, Avenue too. Maybe it's sign. maybe it's great. I'll check it out. I'll take that hopeful sign that I'm going to love this album. Hey, you know, I did listen to that new Green Day album, and it's pretty great. So maybe uh, Yellow Cards. My Spotify absolutely hooked me up today with a 2000s mix. 
uh, that was, I even copied this because it was so good. Um, here, I'm just going to give you the first 10 songs. Okay. Rap snitches, okay. MF doom, uh, phantom part two by justice. Whoa. I'm just, let's go artists. My chemical uh, romance, MGMT. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Fall out boy. Oh. Franz Ferdinand, Jimmy eat world. Sufjan uh, Stevens. What? Gorillas. Damn. What a mix. It was a great mix. Thank you, Spotify. And then, you know what? Number 11. Man Eater by Nelly Furtado. Had to say that. <laughs> what? Your favorite? Yeah. Wow. So, go check out Kevin's 2000s mix. <laughs> my Just my username is my name and birthday. And then my, my password is... I'm like, don't put that info out there. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to talk about our three daddies. We're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com. Check out all the great stuff they got going on. They have a few new shows opening I saw this month. So if you're in the Michigan area, pop on over to that theater. You can see some great comedy and live theater. And then offshelf.net, check it out. It's on the internet. Uh, great columns and interviews. I mentioned that our editor is going to be interviewing the artist who made Torres's album cover for One Enormous Room. So that's going to be cool. Look out for that. As well as my cousin Brian had his first Feats column up there covering hip-hop and R&B. So that is available to go check out. He gave some really good recommendations. We were trading back and forth because I was making my playlist and he was like, do you have all of these? And I was like, yes, thanks. I need to check those off. So it's good. It's going to be a good source for me to make sure I'm rounding out my listening. Uh, and, you know, speaking of my playlist, I've been uh, I'll be putting it up on the best song ever playlist soon for January. All the music, eight plus hours of everything we liked and talked about in January. So. Check that out, as well as our official playlist with all the songs we played on here. You can find us online at Best Song Ever Pod. You can find me at Indie Darling Music and Kev at Minty Fresh Kevin. And that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Connor saying, go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is Best Song Ever. My boy only breaks his favorite toys. song ever not a podcast better jokes are clever and the tunes are cool it's worth this has been a production of planet amp podcast powered by pinecast